Hello and welcome to Profiles in Risk. This is your host, Tony Canyas, and both Jesse and Garrett are laughing because I said that the moment I started recording, I was switching to my radio voice, uh, to which they laughed. Uh, so today I have, I have with me Jesse West Guteski and Garrett Kurt at One Click Data. So Jesse is the Director of Marketing and Public Relations. And Garrett is the uh, founder and CEO. So first of all, uh, I nailed that. That was a little more complicated than normal. Uh, go me. Uh, so thank you both for, for joining me. Uh, so you guys are out in Denver. Cool. Okay. So we are recording on June 30th. I'm imagining that Denver is absolutely just beautiful. At this absolutely point, at this gorgeous time of the year. here. It's gorgeous. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. I'm a little envious. Atlanta, uh, you know, the heat wave that went through, uh, well, I mean, I don't have to go anywhere if I don't want to. I work from home and, and I literally like, did not leave for like two weeks uh, because it, it was like <laughs> 95 at all times. Uh, we're back in the 70s and 80s, so, so we're, back, we're back in, in nice. Okay. Uh, cool, 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 cool. <clears throat> and and, and for, for the listeners, uh, just before we started recording, uh, so, 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 so uh, they, they dial in and I'm like, hold a second, right? Then I disappear, come back. And I'm like, hold on while I call the police. <laughs> as, 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 drama. As there's what, what sounds like a fight out right outside my door of my very, very nice apartment. Like, like, like completely unexpected. Anyway, so hopefully if, if that continues, hopefully the sound's not recorded. Okay, so for, thank you for joining me. Uh, we always give the guest the, uh, the chance to give the elevator pitch up to you guys how, how you do that. But the microphone is all yours. Great. Well, this is Garrett. Um, I'm just gonna, well, it, it's an elevator pitch, right? Yeah. Okay, so how many floors are we going? <laughs> well, I, I, I'm on the 14th. Okay. Uh, and our elevators are, are not super fast for some reason. All right, all right. So we'll, we'll see if we can keep this down in 30 seconds or less. So, so I'm going to start with a story. I, th I think that's the easiest way to open it up, and then we can and then we can get into the at the heart of what we do. So I'm just going to uh, take you back and think about this. Imagine uh, you, your grandmother. Uh, her name is Norma. She's the sweetest, most elegant, beautiful lady that fills your pockets full of cookies. She just warms your heart. And then she owns her house, and her roof gets hit with hail or a windstorm. And then she has to file a claim to get the damage repaired. And that's when things get messy or potentially out of control. You have a contractor, you have an adjuster, and they all race to create this estimate to repair the damage. But they're using these manual processes and uh, it leads to inefficiencies and inaccuracies, all at the expense of your poor sweet grandma. So why is this important? And it's because the, the, the existing processes that, that are in the claim side, they're, not, they're trying to answer something that no one actually quite knows, is how much should this cost? How much should a roof cost? In care, insurance carriers rely on this inaccurate estimates and they pay out claims and contractors are potentially overcharging the insurance companies. So ultimately there's this disconnect there. So one-click data, and that's who we are, is we've created a suite of products to help answer that question. The question is, how much should something actually cost? In this instance, for poor sweet Norma, how much should that roof actually cost? We give that, we help insurance companies calculate that and answer that question, and we help contractors answer that question. 
the data is accurate, it's real time, and it's at the fingertips, and it allows the carriers to quickly settle these claims at scale. Okay, so so I, I love the story. Uh, I am going to literally put my grandma's picture uh, over <laughs> us while, while you're telling that part. Uh, Meme will will love that. She she's not entirely there anymore, but 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 uh, I mean she's still alive, but but uh, she's yeah yeah. Uh, <laughs> but but she would absolutely she would absolutely love it. Uh, so I will definitely do, do that. Uh, okay. Uh, so, so it sounds to me like your Kelly Blue Books for construction repairs is that a somewhat yeah is, it's is that halfway there. It's, it's really interesting because when we were starting to talk about the company and how to talk about it, Kelly Blue Book kept coming up. So it's interesting that you latch onto that, but we haven't talked about the company like that for a couple of years. Okay, okay. But, 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 yeah. but Garrett, I'll let you, I'll let you take this one. I, I would say that, you know, in terms of Kelly Blue Book, it's, it's, they're determining the price for you. Think about when you go into Kelly Blue Book, you're like, is it this, it's the, the brand of the car. It's like the XLT of the Ford or the Ford Escort, whatever it may be. Um, we're, we're in the parts side. So we're determining like the, all the components that go into something. We're not calculating the price, but we're helping identify all the parts that need to go into that, that, uh, that car that can ultimately then be priced. Okay. So, so I, 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 I did express claims at Farm Bureau for my first year. And uh, the way that Farm Bureau of Iowa did it, basically, uh, I, I, uh, if the damage was less than le less than ten thousand bucks and not a total loss and no injuries and clear liabilities, so very simple deer hits, parking lot hits, then we would handle it ourselves. We 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 weren't trained to write estimates, so basically it was like take it to whatever shop you want, we'll review the estimate or go to one of our DRPs, right? Uh, uh, and uh, so ninety nine percent of the time they would go to our, to whatever shop they trusted, we'd get an estimate, we'd send it to. Uh, ccc or i can't remember who the who the the vendor was but basically we would get back a review of that estimate right and and that's what we would use to 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 negotiate if needed sometimes we would just pay it right so did that not exist on, on the property side I, I never worked property claims well it depends on the carrier so there's okay. there's some there's some it just it really depends so but i think that the the existing process right now is a claim claim is filed, an adjuster is assigned, whether they work for the company directly or they're independent, they go out and they assess the damage and they use an estimating tool. The adjuster and contractors are both writing estimates in the programs. And the arguments or the things that come up are, well, how many things go into the estimate? How many line items? Like it's all component-based. How many line items go into that estimate? And that's a really great question. And it's, a, it's something that goes back and forth, almost like a ping pong game, ping pong, like back and forth, back and forth. What goes in, what doesn't go in? The more things in there, the more it costs. The less things in there, the less it costs. And it's all about trying to figure out what belongs in that estimate. What are the components of that car? Well, this is, we're not talking about car, we're talking about roof. What are the components of that roof that need to be inside of that estimate to make sure it's accurately paid for? Okay. okay. And that's where we help out. We're looking at the 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 line items that go into the estimate around building codes and then we're also helping calculate the quantity so how so let's just say that this line item does go in there but how much of it not not the not the cost 
but the how much like the like if there's you know let's go back to the car because it's easier there's four there's four doors in the car so the estimate only has two doors it needs four doors we're able to do that from a non-visual standpoint is in buildings there's building codes that that imply that you have to do something or not do something and they're all invisible to the naked eye because you just don't know what it is it's all written in a textbook and we extract that out and we give logic to it and says hey although you're not reading this thick textbook that's two inches thick you're gonna have to do xyz and you only have two car doors you need to have four or you only have two seat belts you need to have four seat belts just thinking back in the day when seat belts didn't exist all of a sudden they do or they, they are they are required both in the front seat and the back seat so i'm dating myself right now i'm not that old but um <laughs> the point is is that there's as we go through this the building codes are establishing what needs to be done and that scope of work is what drives costs Okay, so so a lot of the of the data it's is coming from a digitalized version of every building code, in, which I'm sure there's thousands in this crazy country. There is, and it's it's all based on the local jurisdiction. So it's the local codes. So people will look to the state sometimes. Some states look to the state, and some of them look down to the local county, all the way down to the city or village, um, or the township. And we are identifying that across the United States. There's roughly 20,000 cities and counties that we communicate. That's what with I was guessing. On a, yeah. Go, there are government agencies, cities, counties, um, villages, whatnot. And we communicate with them on a, on, a, uh, on a consistent basis every single year to make sure that we have the data set that is accurate to allow our users to make immediate decisions in the field that impact cost. And, 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 and I'm guessing that on the, on the back end, the counties and stuff, they're not giving you a data file that, that just no. that, that you just import right in, 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 in XML or whatever they just import right. Like I'm, I'm guessing you're getting little 200 pages of paper that you have to digest. Yeah, I would say Zillow has a better better gets does a better not a better job. They have easier time of getting information about homes than we do about building codes. It's like it's almost like this hidden knowledge at the local level. They don't want to like put it out there, but they require you to do it. It's like. It's like mm -hmm. saying that you're speeding in a certain area, but there's no speed limit. And you're like, well, what's the speed limit? Like, you should know. Like, well, how am I supposed to know? <laughs> so we well, got to call down and talk to the city. I love that. Uh, okay. So, but only imagine a lot of street signs that are missing from this roadmap. And we're trying to figure those out to be able to guide you. So you can't have Google, you can't have Google Maps, which, which everyone wants to get to is like, a, like let's just say estimation. Well, let's automate this estimate so we get price. Like, well, you can't really automate an estimate if you don't have the street signs and if you don't know what you got to do. So we're putting the rules to the road uh, that are on paper in a digital form. Yeah, okay. so we're, we're, we essentially found out that building codes and permits are the foundation of the estimate. So you can't really create an accurate estimate if you don't actually know what building codes are required for that house. You don't know what permits are required and how much that's going to cost. So we're starting with the foundational pieces to then be able to provide more accurate estimates for insurance carriers. Okay. And the, does, does it also, also ad, uh, adjust itself for, you know, inflation, uh, catastrophe-driven local inflation kind of thing? Like, like the, the, is it smart enough to, to account for... for for the variation in price uh, that that might be a short-term moving price? 
locally? So to, so to be clear, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves. We're not actually in the pricing business. I would leave that to Xactimate. Oh, okay, um, okay, okay. Got yeah, you, yeah. Okay, so okay, the, okay, the pricing okay. mechanism is going to be by Xactimate. I don't want to leave out Symbility. I think Symbility is great too. CoreLogic makes a good product. Um, so those two are the ones that are pricing things. We're just helping real when it when it get down to it, we are just empowering our users to make really good decisions in the field or behind a desk and making sure that their estimates are accurate and defensible with with the data that's relative to that claim. And without that, you, you can you could you don't know what you're supposed to put in it, so therefore the price could be wrong. So we're gonna leave yeah. the pricing to exactware and to uh stability okay, but we so, help so, with the nuts and bolts that go into that okay so to, so, so 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 you, so you get me a better smarter defensible estimate uh and then the next part of the process i price that through whoever i use among a variety of, of options yep yep okay. so you give us a property address we tell you what jurisdiction they have what sales tax what building codes are required what the permit fee is that's the first step. Then you can take that information to say, okay, how much ice and water shield do I need? Well, let me put that in the estimate. Xactimate or Symbility will give you the price. Then you have a solid estimate from that point. Okay, perfect. So, so, so I understood, and I'm not a claims guy. So, so I think that, <laughs> that, that it is very understandable what it is you do. Okay, so, so, so. Good. Uh, so the listeners who are still with us at this point are likely claims leaders, right? Okay. So, so if, 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 if I'm a, I'm a, I'm a claims leader, okay. So, Hey, this would be awesome. Okay. What, what does, what, 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 what does the integration beyond that? What, what does the pricing look like? Is it based on, on per estimate? Is, is it a two-year commitment, right? What does the pricing look like? Uh, like how big or, or like what size of carrier does it make sense for? Is there like a minimum size at which it makes sense kind of thing? And, and then the second part of the, of, the, of the already large question is what does the implementation look like? Yeah. So it, it's incredible um, how complicated these ERP systems can be on the claim side. I would say that we are probably the most simple and lowest code that you could possibly get. We have our own platform. Um, we don't need to integrate. We could actually, if there was a contract sign, we could have you start um, started working with us tomorrow using our platform. Um, because we need just very limited PII, so personal identifier information, we only need an address and maybe a claim number. We can then return back to you reports within seconds. So how do you want to receive that? Well, if you want to get complicated or you want to get really efficient, however you want to look at it and take some time, we can get an API and we can plug into your systems and we can make all the logic there. Or if you have a claims team that just got deployed to a catastrophe in Oklahoma City and you need to make sure they have this information tomorrow, you we literally turn it on, we invite them and they're using it within minutes. On their phones. On their on phones. Their, on their phones. Yeah. We have an yeah. idea. Yes, that's actually a really good point ios android yeah i've got to say i would bet my 401k uh th that <laughs> the, 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 there are i want to say i was going to say there, there's not one coming i would say there's there's not two carriers out there where the the where, where the cat claims people are creating the estimate on their phone uh, is that a thing now? 
No, the estimate okay. itself is not being created, but the documentation to support okay. them. So imagine I'm sitting as a cat yeah. person in the field. I got my laptop. I have my phone over here. I just type in an address real quick. I pull it up. All the information they need to be able to enter in on the other computer oh, with their laptops okay, right okay. there. So, so, so you can do a manual integration, basically. Yeah, like, manual like, integration. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we all want to be high tech here, but I, I'll be honest. I work with a couple of carriers <laughs> and they, they're large. And um, they still use email back and forth to be able to oh, communicate. Oh, yeah. And yeah, so the integration yeah. doesn't make sense for them. They really want to have that, that they, they want to have a secure way of communicating. And that's really just done by email. So they make a request. We send an email back. We said, that's just not really cool. Like, what? Uh, why can't we just put it at their phone and finger, fingertips and give them a, an app? So we built this awesome app that literally you could be standing on a roof and as an adjuster and you're like, I need the answer to this. You can go to Google. It won't answer the question. Or you just go to our app and we answer the question. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Uh, what One piece that, that you didn't answer. Uh, so I'll, I'll ask again. Uh, and if there's a reason you couldn't answer, we'll cut this this piece. But 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 uh, how how much of a commitment? Like like, yeah, do we need to sign up for a year? Can can we sign up for yeah. for 500 uses kind of thing? So we love to do uh, pilots, and so you can sign up for the pilot tomorrow with us, and we do a 60 day pilot. A lot of times, we a lot of the carriers qualify for a free version of that. Um, in terms of the actual working agreement. We like to work in one-year agreements. If you want to go longer, we can. Shorter ones may not make sense for, for the insurance company, but we can go all the way down to 30-day agreements. Because for us, it's as simple as just turning on the, 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 the fire hydrant to them or the, the fire hose. For, but for, for us, it's that way. For them, it may be a lot more complicated. So we're flexible on the duration. And then in terms of transaction, how we charge, it's by claim. So um, generally when you the carriers like to, when they work with us, they're going to try us out on a pilot. They're going to work us into a little bit of their claim volume. And in doing so, they just want to be charged based on the number of claims. So how many claims was it used on? And we can charge based on that. Okay. Is and, it always by, by claim or, or can I get an unlimited plan? Uh, as of right now, it's only by claim. Okay. Uh, we, we, the unlimited plan would probably be based on actual usage over the course of a period of time, which then theoretically is still, you know, by usage. Um, but we don't charge by user. So unlike other like seats, we don't charge by seats. We just, we don't charge an access fee. We literally make it so easy for carriers to work with us and they can start having the ROI tomorrow if they want. Today's episode is sponsored by Talage. For someone who has sold insurance, nothing is more tedious than quoting small commercial policies. And frankly, for many agents, selling small commercial policies is difficult and unprofitable. But then we found Talage, sponsor of the Insurance Nerds podcast. They are an API-based digital distribution platform that's changing commercial insurance. With Talage, you can quote multiple top-rated carriers in less than 10 minutes and get instant quotes. Talage makes commercial insurance quoting the easiest part of the job. If you want to make commercial quoting the easiest part of your day, then check out talagins.com slash insnerds for more info. That's talagins.com slash insnerds for easy commercial quoting. And if you sign up using talagins.com slash insnerds, they'll waive the setup fee. Tell them Tony sent you. Now, back to our show. Fantastic. Fantastic. So I, I, I always try to ask, like, like do, do, do you have one or, or two great client success stories, like how this has made a difference for the clients from, 
from from our perspective, if you if you want to mention specific names, cool. If you're not allowed to, no problem. Completely up to you. Mm-hmm. It's so Jared, funny. Can how... I can I mention the case study? You can mention the case study, and then I have Just one. Not the as names. Well. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay, so we did a case study with um, a top fifty insurance carrier. Um, they had hail claims. They had four hundred hail claims. They said, "How did we get it right? Did we pay these accurately?" And so we did historical lookups. We looked at, okay, did they did they identify the jurisdiction right? Did they get the building codes right? Did they pay out correctly? We found that thirty six percent of those claims were misidentified in terms of jurisdiction. So they thought that 36% of them were actually in the county. They actually ended up being in the city or vice versa. They were misidentified and they overpaid on 36% of those claims. So we could have saved them 14.6% across the board in payment accuracy just by identifying the correct jurisdiction for those properties. I hadn't even so thought of that. <laughs> of the, the fact that that we like, like we might not be we, like not only are we yeah. deficient, we might literally just not know which jurisdiction it is. I like I hadn't even, even exactly never crossed my mind that that potentially was a problem. Yeah, so that's part of our secret sauce of this product is that you can have a U.S. postal address for a property, right? It has a city name, it has a zip code, but that does not determine jurisdiction having authority over that property. So what we do is we identify the actual jurisdiction. That's the the first piece of the puzzle. Then we tell you, okay, now that jurisdiction has identified this building code book as what they're adopting. Here are the building codes required. So those little pieces can can add up to thousands of dollars on each claim. And then you multiply that by a million claims a year. <laughs> so. Or three million. Three million. <laughs> okay. I, 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 yeah, I, I think you, you, you've, you've very much covered the stuff that, that, that I generally want to know. Uh, <laughs> it makes perfect sense to me. If, if, if I was leading a claims department, I, I, I'd be calling you right away. Uh, and for the listener, no, uh, we 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 don't get commission on on you, on you calling them, so uh, it's it's okay. Uh, this is a service to to, to the insurance community. Uh, thank you very much for for joining me today. Uh, it's it's been an interesting one. Uh, claims ones are are uh, you know hit or miss for me because since since I only spent like a year and a half of my career in claims and in very very entry level claims, so so sometimes hard for me to get my head around like the, like the really heavy technical stuff, uh, but but this one just makes sense. I love it. Well, thanks for having us. It's been yeah, a pleasure. Yeah, thanks for having us. My, my, my pleasure. Thank you.